Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The NHL Stanley Cup Finals currently has the Colorado Avalanche enjoying a 2-1 series lead over the back-to-back champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, can Tampa win today to tie the series? Or will Colorado go into the weekend with uh, quite a commanding advantage? Well, currently the TAB cannot split them. They're a buck eighty-seven apiece. They cannot split the two today on the back of Tampa's uh, convincing six-two win in Game Three. But closer to home, the New Zealand Ice Hockey League begins their 2022 season tomorrow night when the Sky City Stampede host the Phoenix Thunder at the Queenstown Ice Arena. And joining us now on SENZ Mornings is a senior member of that Stampede side, Stephen Amston, uh, who also plays for the New Zealand Ice Blacks. Now uh, I'm going to ask a, a couple of questions initially, and then I'm going to hand over. The the range to uh, producer Logan Swinkles, who uh, is uh, pretty well uh, au fait with everything in, in ice hockey, including uh, touring to Mexico with the Ice Blacks uh, the last time they went away. But Stefan, uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks. For, thank you so much for having me. Hey, Stefan, uh, the Stampede finished uh, the season on top last year, last year, of course, but the playoffs were disrupted by the uh, Omicron wave, and so a champion was never officially crowned. So I guess you've got some unfinished business here this season. Oh, for sure, it was it was a bit it was gut wrenching. Eh? We had we had a, such a good season. Um, everyone was firing all cylinders. We we're having such a good time. You know, we were on pace for it to be the only team to you know never be beaten during a regular play. So we were we were gutted. And it's a difficult situation, though. Uh, I I reckon New Zealand ice hockey's governing body, uh, like a lot of other sporting bodies, um, it was just too tough to to pull things together at times, wasn't it? Yeah, I I guess it's 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 just so difficult being a national league. You know, we we travel up and down around the country, and you know, there's a lot of money that goes into it. So you know, as 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 hugely disappointed as we were about everything, you know, some parts of it are, are understandable. Uh, yes, Stefan, I mean, we talk about that with the import situation, right? When you talk about COVID, uh, you know, unless they were already in the country for the previous seasons, uh, you know, the borders were closed. So that really limited the choice of players available uh, to the teams in terms of import, uh, imports. How do you think that affected the quality of the hockey being played during the league? Oh, it was. I, I think imports are such a vital part of of the New Zealand Ice Hockey League. You know, the experience they bring from overseas. You know, being born and bred in, in hockey playing nations. You know, that's that's you know knowledge that that people are bringing to New Zealand and, and to every team. So, you know, the lack of imports, you know, throughout the league was, I think, a, a huge loss not just for them for the young kids um, who can learn from them, but also for the for the quality of, of the of the league in general. 
Uh, anyone that has ever been to a Stampede game already knows this, but Queenstown Ice Arena is just such an incredible place to play and watch the game. And, I mean, when you think of the Stampede, people probably don't know this, but you're somewhat of a dynasty in the NZHL. There was that three-peat between uh, 2015 and 17, the latest, of course, in 2019. It's hard to believe it's been that long. And we talk about home stadiums for, like, rugby teams being a fortress. So what is what makes the Queenstown Ice Arena such a, f- a fortress and a stronghold for you guys? Um, it's just it's just such a unique place to play. You know, in New Zealand, you know, the rink's a bit smaller. Uh, so we, obviously we, we train on that every day, um, which gives us a bit of an advantage when it comes to the physicality in the corners and how much time you'd, you'd have with the park. You know, obviously... Having such a having the crowd so so close to the glass and so close to the play is, is awesome. Um, you know, it helps us along. Um, but yeah, just uh, you know, it's, it's a bit smaller um, and and a bit more physical. And I think our team is is better uh, better adapted to that kind of play. You talked about unfinished business uh, a moment ago with Smithy. Uh, things are looking a little bit different for you guys this year because you don't have the towering presence of uh, former captain Matt Schneider there. And people, I say towering because he's six foot seven, and that's before you even add skates. Uh, so he's taken a gap year from the game. How much of a hole does that leave in your roster? Um, obviously, obviously, it's a, a hard, you know, it's big shoes to fill um, for, for anyone. Really, he's been around for what ten years now, putting up huge numbers for the stampede um and you know he's a captain not just on the ice but off the ice you know he keeps guys accountable um he makes sure that everyone is you know focused on what we need to do you know we'll be he'll be sorely missed um but you know hopefully he makes a swift return next season and and, you know we'll keep we'll keep the the fortress uh, alive for this season hopefully You've named, well, the Stampede have named uh, Mitchell Freer as a replacement captain and Connor Harrison and Callum Burns as the assistants. Uh, for those that don't know, the free name is quite big and synonymous in Queenstown Ice Hockey. So what kind of leadership does uh, Mitch bring alongside his brother Cameron, who's there as coach? Just, you know, hockey knowledge. Eh? They've, they've, they grew up playing the game together. They've, they've learned from each other. They've, they've come through the ranks. They've seen senior players. Um, above them, teach them things, and uh, now that they're they're in the on the range, you know they've they've got a calm, good presence. You know they've they they bring they bring a lot of um, respect with them as well. You know, play, I think Mitchell's you know topped over 200 games in the ends of that show. You know, there's not many players have got that kind of experience. You know, the same for 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 Callum and for for Connor both stalwarts in the in the team and then got just years and years of experience you know then and they show it you know they they work hard on the ice to, to show the young kids that this is how you need to play if you if you want to be successful uh connor harrison brings a lot of qualities to the to the locker room and helps in that regard and then when you look at Callum burns he is you've played a lot of hockey alongside burnsy so how integral is he to the success of the stampede there Oh, he's obviously obviously a huge part. You know, he's a he's a great puck moving defenseman. You know, he's versatile. He's he's great defensively. You know, he 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 never has an off day, and, and that's what you get with, with with Callum. You know, he 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 works he works harder than anyone. Um, and he you know he's he never makes those those mistakes that usually are so costful. Uh, looking at the rest of the league, you know, there's been a couple of games there between the Auckland Marco and the Admirals and the Storm uh, Swarm. Sorry. How how does the Stampede roster stack up against the rest of the league? Um, I think we're, we're we're up there for sure. Like we, we've you know, even though the, the imports are gone, you know, we've always had a good base core of, of, of Kiwi guys who've you know played for New Zealand. 
Um, you know, we've got 10, 12 guys that have been around for, you know, five plus years. You know, we've got that core group um, that, that I think are, is competitive. It's not one of the, the better teams in the league. So um, definitely, you know, a few few lost players last year, but I think we're still in, in good shape. One thing that has been sort of top of mind when we look at rugby and a lot of things going on in sport at the moment, the big thing is team culture. Now, when you look at the culture around the Stampede, uh, from, you know, from my experience, I see a lot of old boys of the club still stick around. They're involved. And when you walk around Queenstown, right, there's this kind of like level of expectation around town that this team is to compete for a title year in, year out. So how do you guys handle that kind of level of expectation? I think um, you know most of the pressure is probably from from the guys themselves. Um, you know, we, we 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 set super high expectations on us as a team, and and we make sure that you know we keep each other accountable. But obviously, the reason these old old boys are, are sticking around is because our team culture is that good. You know, no one retires from the stampede; they just take a bit of a, a leave of absence because you know you never know you never know when they're coming back, and that just says everything about. You know, the culture of the team, the fans, you know, the management of the team, you know, how, how well it's run. And I think that's uh, something that can't be missed either, you know, how, how professional all the volunteers are around the teams. You know, we, we, we get great A service. You know, we have the, the best you can get in New Zealand when it comes to team management, the rink, the fans. So, you know, all of that ties into to a great team culture, uh, which, I, which I think that's the reason why we're doing it year after year. One old boy uh, who you talk about players never retiring uh, out of the NZHL. It's such a true story. When you look at Bert Haynes, uh, the Silver Fox himself, if, if you don't know who I'm talking about, he was on those mainland uh, butter commercials a couple of years ago. So uh, guys like that, like what does he still bring to the team? Like, I notice he's still there on your roster. Can we see guys like that playing this year? Just, I mean, he's like, what, what's, I think Bert's like heading 41 now. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's probably past 40, but, you know, Silver Fox, he stays young forever. You know, if you keep yourself in shape, um, you know, there's always a spot for you in the stampede if you've got the time. Obviously, there's other things in life than hockey, so I think, um, I think Mr. Bert Haynes is tied up with, uh, with with kids and family, but, you know, he's always welcome back in the locker room at any time. You know, he's been the captain of the stampede, he's been the captain of the, the New Zealand Ice Blacks, so, you know, well-respected. Um, you know, hard-working guy, and, you know, those those guys are, are, are hard to come by. Stefan, on the subject of the Ice Blacks, of course, uh, they haven't played, or, and you haven't played with them, of course, uh, since Mexico City back in 2019, so it's been a three-year absence. How badly uh, do we need to get the Ice Blacks uh, back up and running uh, with some uh, some decent game time? Oh, it, it, it needs to happen, you know. Everyone strives to, to play for the national team, you know, and it's a privilege and an honour to be able to do that. And when you don't have the recurrence of, of, a, of something to strive for every year, you know, it's, it's easy to lose, lose sight of what you're doing. You know, when there's, when there's not that next level to go for, um, it's tough, you know. You've got one year, OK, you know, we'll come back next year, but then that gets cancelled, you know. It's been, a, it's been a long grind for a lot of the guys who are, are super keen to get back. And, you know, hopefully we can rattle together some, some trans-Tasman games, which I know are, are one of the more popular events of the year. So, um, no, we, we, we desperately want to get back out there and, and start competing for medals again. Uh, we're speaking with Stephen Amston here from the uh, Ice Blacks and the Sky City Stampede. 
the 2023 World Champs are set for April uh, next year, of course. But New Zealand, uh, they've definitely been handicapped a little bit here, don't you think, with how far away uh, the country is from the rest of the nations, uh, you know, the ones that we typically will, would compete against. There was no tournament in 2020 because of COVID. Last year, you saw Iceland win the division. Do you have a concern that after being away for so long that that might hamper how you compete when you come back to the, into the uh, international stage? Um, I, I definitely think so. You know, you, you get used to it. If you do it every year, you get used to the speed. You know what to expect. Um, you can understand how the teams are looking. You, you know, you can follow them. But now with a few years off, you know, it's going to be the first year is going to be a bit of a test period to see, hey, how the other teams come along. You know, there's new nations uh, coming up. You know, Georgia is, is you know, a surprise uh, result in our group as well. You know, the UAE, I think, are, are taking a, a huge step forward in terms of in terms of their hockey development. You know, these are all new nations that are you know, constantly getting better. So, you know, those those teams that we might have beaten quite comfortably, you know, three years ago, it might be a completely different story now. Does that too apply to uh, Australia? Do you think, Stefan? I mean, uh, is there a gap emerging because of a, a lack of competition from our players now? If, if you lined up, uh, and you know, the next couple of weekends, how do you think you'd go? Oh, it'd be tough. Eh? They've, they've, they've obviously probably been been even worse off than us. You know, we had a, almost a full season last year, so we were out there skating. The, you know, those Aussies really had it tough when they they couldn't even even uh, get a, a season started. So I think we've, we'd still do well. You know, we've got a good good core of, of Kiwis in the country um, that would that would stack up really nicely towards the Aussies. Obviously, we beat them last time we played, so you know they're probably out for revenge as well. Yeah, we've seen some pretty epic battles there between New Zealand uh, and Australia in the past. You know, you talk about most recently being in the Winter Games there. They're, uh, the pandemic kind of put an end to that, but isn't it time that we brought that back, the Trans-Tasman Series? Oh, 100%. You know, it's something that is, is you know, in, a, in our DNA, you know, beat the Aussies. Um, we need to do it, and, and we need to compete a lot. You know, we're we're pretty much on the same, you know, level in the game, you know, and, and the, also our closest neighbour. So we need to we need to revive the, the trans Tasman for sure. And, you know, one maybe host one year in Queenstown and the next year in Melbourne um, and just do that. That would be awesome. Or even twice a year would be even better. Yeah, I would love to see that. Stefan, when you think about your time with the Ice Blacks, what have been some of your more memorable moments in your highlights there? Um... I think, for personally, um, I think uh, you know I, I, I took home the, um, the top defenseman of the tournament uh, back-to-back years, which is which is quite a proud moment for me. Um, you know, obviously scoring the first goal, huge part of it. Um, but yeah, now we're we've silver. I think of the maybe the best one so far, even though it was a bit of a snub, was the silver medal in, in Spain, a uh, bit of a highlight. But now the, the travelling around we do with the, with the Ice Blacks is it's, it's something I look forward to every year and is, is almost always a highlight. Stephen, what are the numbers like, the playing numbers, um, below the, the level you guys are playing at with the Stampede, etc.? What, what I mean, what is the development path for a, a young kid who, who wants to, to take the game up as such? Um, I, for, I can only speak about what I see in, in Queenstown, but there are there are a lot of kids. You know, I think you can you can sign up for uh, for the Kiwi Skate when you're maybe five, uh, even before that, and they go uh, once a week. I think get in touch with your local club. Um, they will they will point you in the right direction. But you know, there is there is age grades all the way through. Uh, at least down down here, um, where they help you with it, even with equipment if you want to get started. You know, we we've seen. 
I think probably since the pandemic started, a huge influx of, of social players, um, people that are you know, adults that are, are getting into the game um, and, you know, supporting the, the sport and really spreading the word of, of, of why, why ice hockey is, is such a good sport. You know, we've got multiple leagues running here um, every night. You know, the ice is fully booked at all times because of how, how big the sport is down here. So, you know, there, there is there is somewhere for everyone to go, you know, every level, every age group, um, uh, if you want to get started. Uh, the other thing, of course, is uh, it, it feeds off uh, television coverage, and it's never better than the, at the, the Stanley Cup, uh, of course, which uh, is quite intriguing at the moment, Stefan. I'm sure you're keeping a very close eye on it. Uh, Colorado are up 2-1 at the moment. Tampa Bay coming back very boldly the other day in Game 3 and hosting Game 4 today. Uh, what's your pick? Uh, my heart says um, my heart says Colorado, but my you know I can't I can't bet against the the you know back to back champions. You know I think that Tampa Bay might you know might have lost the first two, but you know I think they've got the experience to kind of go uh, three for three. So I'm I'm, I'm picking Tampa Bay. Uh, nice. Just lastly from me, Stefan. Um, we look across the ditch. We talk about Australia and the gap there. But there's been a lot of uh, activity. You know, we saw the launch of the Pacific Hockey League uh, alongside the more longstanding AIHL, where there's quite a few of New Zealand's best players over there at the moment. You know, and we look at other sports like rugby league, rugby football, basketball. You know, we, we see New Zealand-based teams joining an Aussie competition. Do you think the scope is there for a Kiwi ice hockey team to do the same in the future? 100%. You know, I think... Um the time is now um, to do it. You know, we've, I think the latest team, was it the Tuatara baseball team, that was the la- latest team to jump the, jump the ditch and join the league. And I think, you know, with the support of, of, of the, the community, and I, th- I know that Queenstown would be an ideal spot for it. You know, we, we love um, you know, having that here. And obviously there's a lot of Aussies that, that travel over for vacation. So, you know, when there's a when there's sport to watch, I'm sure they'd come, come look. So, no, I think... I think it's something that that needs to happen, um, just for the development of the league. You know, we need to make the sport bigger. If there's a shot of having some TV coverage to, you know, further widen the range, you know, there has to be um, a trans um, trans Tasman league. Um, there's just no no question that that's the next step. Well, Stefan, it's been a pleasure talking to you, um, answering uh, questions of both of us, actually. It's uh, very enlightening and uh, gives us uh, more ammunition as we look forward to the start of the season. All the best with uh, game number one tomorrow night, taking on the Phoenix Thunder at the Queenstown Ice Arena. Thanks, mate. All the very best. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.